Monday morning. Everybody's excited to be here. Most so excited. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> oh, it is Christian Music Week. Every day this week. Every day this week, we're focusing on a specific topic uh, based around the world of Christian music. And uh, today, we're going to be talking about why all Christian radio stations are starting to sound the same, except for us. Hmm. Plus, the latest news, random facts, and our weekly recap. But first, today is June 24th, and we got a few holidays to celebrate, don't we, Mo? We do. Oh, hey, wait, hold on. Whoa. See, I always forget on Mondays. And today is, today is, no, and the show is the Back Row Morning Show. <laughs> you do always Mo. forget on I don't on understand Mondays. why. Back Row Morning Show, here on Back Row Radio, with Matt and Mo in the studio. All right, Mo, take it away with the holidays. <laughs> well, now I'm trying to analyze why you always forget on Mondays. So, today's should, analyzation date. No, I should it's put not. it in our. You should. You need to put it in, <laughs> in the our, script. Our, our show prep here. Put it in big bold letters. <laughs> Introduction. <laughs> well, it does say intro. Anyway, today is celebration of the senses day. So your sight, What's your sound, your, favorite sense? your smell, your taste, your touch. Listen here, I'm really just a fat girl. So it's it's taste all the way, 100%. Fun fact, you do not have five senses. You have more than five. You have like a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Those are your five core senses. My favorite is my sense of superiority. Oh, my word. <laughs> when I know facts. <laughs> and I can educate y'all. But does do you feel just slightly <laughs> less superior when you like think that you got a good fact that you're about to throw down and I'm like, duh. Durr, idiot. <laughs> we all already knew that. <laughs> That's kind of my goal well, in life. I just learned it last year. So. Like I do that to everyone. Yeah. My husband included. So Even if you didn't know the thing? Yeah, because I—that's like that's the fun in it. I try to figure out where you're gonna go with your "Did you know?" and I get there before you, and then you're like, "Oh, you already knew," even if I didn't. <laughs> uh, it's also National Pralines Day. I like me some pralines. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're all right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it is Swim a Lap Day. Uh, you know what? I would I think of all exercise opportunities out there, swimming might be my favorite. Mm-hmm. I never get to do it, but when I do get to do it, I'm pretty active. Yeah. Yeah. I like to swim. Swimming is fun. Growing up, we had... I didn't realize like how well-off, either well-off or very much in debt we were yeah. as uh, when I was a kid. But we had like an Olympic-sized swimming pool in our backyard. Yeah? Just a gigantic pool. Shallow end, 13-foot deep end. And Why don't y'all have that anymore? Because uh, we had to move to Clovis because our oh. <laughs> radio stations went bankrupt. Uh. <laughs> uh, that's not going to happen to this radio station, y'all. That was generations ago. A generation ago. True. All right, I'm done with my holidays. Oh, hey, yeah, you are. Those are your holidays. (laughs) Well, if you like what we do here on the Back Row Morning Show and Back Row Radio, please consider partnering with us at patreon.com slash backrowradio, p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash backrowradio. We are quickly approaching the switchover times where we have to uh, basically bump up to the next level of payment for licensing and uh, storage for our music, too. We got uh, something like 17 gigabytes worth of music, which, that's a lot of music. I mean, when it's video, you know, it doesn't take long to get to a gigabyte. But with music, that's quite a few tracks. We're, we're well over the three and a half thousand mark of Dang. songs. Yeah. So you got to put it in numbers like that, because I don't understand bytes. <laughs> what are gigabytes? I don't understand. And and as much as my brother-in-law has tried to teach me, 
I just don't get it. Sorry, Nick. <laughs> so, yeah, if you can help us in any way, even just a, a dollar, two, five dollars a month, uh, we'd be extremely grateful. And uh, it means you get a few incentives, too, including uh, even for just as little as one dollar, you get to join our exclusive Facebook group called The Scoop, where you get to help us make decisions on the show and get to know a little bit more about the behind-the-scenes stuff, including all the tracks that we add specifically to the radio station each week, which we usually have two updates a week. Uh, and so, yeah, if you want to consider that, patreon.com slash backrowradio. All right, today we are going to kick off the show with some Christianese translations. What? Uh, just a, a little segment to help you learn the vernacular of uh, us Christian peoples. That was a big word. Vernacular. Uh, <laughs> what does that mean, Matt? <laughs> Is that one of our translations? So I'm going to read a common Christian phrase that you might hear in your churches. And Mo is going to give you the actual meaning behind the phrase. Are okay. we ready? Ready. Phrase number one. Our church has student-oriented youth programs. Which actually means we keep the teens locked up in the basement with three couches from the 70s. <laughs> Sounds about right. Phrase number two. I was up early this morning praying for you. <laughs> <laughs> Which really means, even with God's help, you will never be as righteous as I am. <laughs> and our last phrase for today is, you have a servant's heart. Go sack chairs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a restaurant that's offering free pizzas in exchange for groups giving up their phones during a meal. A California restaurant is hoping to bring friends and family members together by asking them to lock away their cell phones in exchange for a free pizza. The Curry Pizza Company is offering the Talk to Each Other discount to every group of four people or more. Each member of the group must relinquish their cell phone and allow it to be stashed in a storage area for the duration of their visit in order to receive the discount. I feel like this is happening a lot. Like a lot of non-chain restaurants. I feel like this isn't the first time I've heard this story. I don't think it's the first time I've heard it either, phone. but I think it's amazing. Oh yeah, it's great. There's actually a whole, uh, like a thing you can buy for your house. Mm-hmm. Now, I think it's mostly geared towards kids and screen time and yeah. if you put it in there. But I'm pretty sure there's also one just for family. As in, all right, during this time, we got to put our, our phones away. Yeah. And they're locked in there until it's time to, or until we're done with dinner or whatever it is. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's it's becoming a, a bad habit, it's man. It's an epidemic. You can't put it down for dinner. It really, like... I'm really beginning to feel like it's an epidemic of, yeah. of sorts. My 13-year-old, we ask him to take out the trash or we ask him to get up and put something away. Or... He had to open up the door the other day because Chris was in the backyard and had his hands full. He was carrying stuff inside. Chris had just sprayed our yard for bugs and weeds, okay? We didn't want our dogs to get out. Right. Because Chris had just sprayed and it's poison, you know? So... Chris bangs on the door. Topher comes to the door. Topher has his drink in one hand, his phone in the other, and he's trying to figure out, how do I open up this door without putting these things down and not letting the dogs outside? Hmm. Well, it didn't work. And so I just come out of the bedroom and hear Chris saying, if you can't figure out how to use that thing and just put it down when you need to, you're not going to have it anymore. And at first, I didn't know what he was talking about until I realized, <laughs> once again, my 13-year-old could not put his cell phone down for two seconds to do a simple task. So, Yeah, so before Eli was born, we got a Kindle, mm-hmm. um, and we didn't wind up using it all that much, uh, but we did have, we, as, you know, as Eli grew up, we started putting some kids' apps on there for him to play, and... It's been annoying because even the kids' apps have ads and purchases and all yeah. this. And so we've had to sit there and monitor it and all this and junk. Well, when we bought him a uh, Alexa for his room, which he loves. Yeah. The kid's Alexa uh, for bedtime stories and stuff. He uh, 
or it came it comes with a thing called free time unlimited uh-huh. that you pay for it's like three bucks a month when you have prime but it unlocks a whole lot more than what you can just do with alexa like it unlocks the prime tv shows for kids it unlocks a bunch of apps that don't have any of the ads or purchase stuff in it and so the other day i said i bet we could upload that on our kindle and i mean it's great and it it's helpful and it's easier and we don't have to worry about it. But at the same time, it's gluing our son now yeah. to that candle. Yep. We're thinking, oh gosh, we're going to have to start setting limits. And luckily, since it's so old, because it's over five years old, because it was before Eli was born, uh, the battery lasts for maybe two hours yeah. and then it's gone. <laughs> but yeah, we've thought about getting one of the kids' edition tablets, Yeah. which have like the really nice bumpers around the side mm-hmm. so if you drop it it won't break yep uh but yeah that's also the concern is we're definitely gonna have to put some time limits on it so they don't get addicted mm-hmm. <clears throat> have you watched the show uh good girls no there's a family in there not it's not the main character but there's a family in there with like five kids and that's all they do yeah they walk around with giant headphones on staring at their tablets and yeah it's so we're like, we can't let our kids become those kids. Yeah. Well, and and that's that's slightly Topher. He'll yeah. have like one earbud in one ear with his phone, and then his computer over here and his TV on. And oh gosh! How yeah, can so you rocking even three screens? like <laughs> compute all of those things going in at one time? It doesn't work. It does, and we've tried explaining it to him. No, I can totally hear every. Okay, sure. I'm just gonna throw it all away. That and that's a like, I go from zero to sixty with electronics as yeah. far as my patient's tolerance. I have all the patients, but then all of a sudden when I see him sitting there with three screens, just I'm like, I'm throwing it all in the trash. We're becoming Amish. Throw it all away, even the light bulbs. Yep. We're done with it. You don't need all of this. Stop paying the electric bill. We're done. Yeah. True story. We're going to make candles and then use them to see. Yep. That's all we're doing. All That's day. all we're doing all day. Day we make the candles, night we burn the candles. That's right? what we're doing. And we got to make our <laughs> butter while we're making our candles as well. Uh, coming up later in the show, why is Christian Radio all starting to sound the same? And when we come back, what if you needed a blood transfusion and it no longer mattered what blood type you were? Oh. Stick around. back to the back row morning show it is the second hour of the morning and we are glad to have you with us and we're going to kick off this second hour with five random facts with mo five random facts with mo (laughs) Mo. Mo. (laughs) can't get any louder than that (laughs) that was kind of struggling (sighs) charles darwin brought a five-year-old tortoise named harriet back from the Galapagos Islands that later ended up being owned by Steve Irwin. Harriet the tortoise died in 2006 at the age of 176. Them tortoises, man. That's insane. Like, that is a commitment to have a tortoise. You're gonna, that thing's gonna outlive you. It's just a commitment to be a tortoise. True story. That I lived nearly 200 years? But see, like, you can get family pets with the idea that someday 
They'll die. Yeah. Not a tortoise. Definitely seven to ten years. Yeah. It'll be gone. Not a tortoise. Nope. All right. Photoshop Photoshop doesn't allow you to edit pictures of banknotes. Yeah. Good for Photoshop. (laughs) (laughs) Smart there. 100% of Iceland's population has internet. Iceland's population has internet access. I was going to say I said it right. What? Iceland's population has internet access. 100%. The entire. So everywhere on Iceland. (laughs) And do. Nope. Is that the last one? No, there's two more. Oh, okay. Due to the restaurant's reputation for staying open in extreme weather, the so-called Waffle House Index is informally used by FEMA to gauge storm severity. Mm Mm-hmm. Well then, hey, I love Waffle House. It's the ball. You, <laughs> you seem like a Waffle House person. Listen here. <laughs> Two thirty in the morning, after you've been out and there's nothing else open, Waffle House is where it's at. Those days are long gone. Now I just do it for the nostalgia of it. <laughs> I go and watch the people that come in. <laughs> Go and watch the employees not clean. <laughs> they're they're clean. What are you talking about? Every Waffle House I've been in looks like it was a. No, it just looks like it scene. threw up seventies. That's all. <laughs> like it looks like it stepped right out of nineteen seventy seven. But other than that, looks like it belongs on Kitchen Nightmares with Dave. Uh, well, not said Dave Gordon. Ramsay, like <laughs> Gordon Ramsay. That could be an interesting show. <laughs> Are they related? I want to see a show with Dave Ramsey and Gordon Ramsey. Oh my goodness. Dave tackles the finances of the the restaurant. Gordon tackles the cooking. You know, they are both like, like, they have similar personalities. They're both harsh and direct and to the point and very Mm -hmm. little sugarcoating and Mm -hmm. passionate about what they know and what they love. Maybe they are related. Okay, lastly, the first sales pitch for the Nerf ball was, Nerf, you can't hurt babies or old people. (laughs) You know, that's false. (laughs) Then things hurt. Uh, Well, I mean, yeah, like the Nerf Vortex now. I know that would hurt if you got that pinged in your face. Like the original Nerf balls, you remember those? Like It was like just a really soft like soccer ball type thing. Had that really kind of 90s nerf. Didn't look all edgy and pointy like today. But it was just very soft. I remember my nerf soccer ball. Nerf has upped their game. Mm-hmm. And it all hurts now. <laughs> Everything hurts, but we're supposed to pretend like it doesn't. Exactly. <laughs> and if you show how bad it hurts, you're just a big fat weenie. Yeah. So. Mega darts, man. Those mega darts came out. New mega guns. Those, Are the the big red the big ones? Big red ones. Oh yeah. Those hurt. Yeah. Uh, every every now and then we we treat our son Elijah to a Nerf battle in the house because it always it's just chaos and it yeah. lasts for hours. Uh, so this has happened two times now since uh, Christmas, and yeah, we have three guns that use the mega darts. And I give it to Daedra because I aim for her face. (laughs) Jeez. See? I go for the throat with her. You are so mean. There are rules. There are rules. Shoulders down. And you do your best not Uh, to hit the areas. (laughs) The the, the, the tenders. Don't hit the tenders. (laughs) Exactly. You don't. I don't start by going for the face. You it go quickly evolve. In our that. house, in our house, if you hit above the shoulders, you're immediately disqualified. You're right. done. Give me your gun. You're out. Whoever That's you hit no in fun. the face gets to confiscate your gun. That's no fun. Listen, it keeps our kids honest. <laughs> I just do it to see Deidre's like shocked reaction of every time I do it. She's like, ah, just. Uh, <laughs> And then she goes for my face, and it's fun. Okay, so Chris has a bit of a thing, but it's because his mom, when she was a child, lost eyesight in her eye Mm. by playing games like that. Mm. And so Chris is very serious. We will not shoot faces because you can't help but maybe get the eye. And if you get the eye just right, you're blind. You're done. (laughs) Sorry. So, yeah, Chris is... 
And I think Chris grew up that way. I think Chris's mom was also very much, no, you don't play with faces. Faces are nothing to be played around with. (laughs) Faces are important. We need them for the rest of our lives. You know? (laughs) You can get a prosthetic arm or leg, okay? (laughs) You can get a prosthetic eyeball. Everything, yeah, but it's not going to do the same. It's not going to do the same thing. (laughs) It's purely cosmetic at that point. And my kids will tell you, you could lose your eyesight, okay? (laughs) (laughs) So they're going to be those people. They totally are. And I'm okay with it. Guys, guys, guys. This is. Shoulders and below. Yep. (laughs) Not losing my eyesight because of you guys. Yep. Well, we do that with water guns. We do that with any Water guns? Come on. I'm not kidding. Because think about the pressure in a water gun, especially some of them stupid super soakers oh, well, that yeah, also yeah, hurt. The, the really, but like the one that we had, you and no, I. No, no. But here's the thing. And this is the same rule for toy gun versus real gun. Uh-huh. You don't know. You don't know what kind of force is going to come out of that gun until after you shoot it. And so you treat every gun as if it could hurt you. Okay. So that's what that's what, our rule. But what if you shoot it and now you're aware of what force is? Okay. Then but if shoot? I have a big forceful gun and you got a little weenie gun, are is it okay for you to shoot me in my eye but I can't shoot you back in your eye? According to your rules, yeah. No. It's that's all why about force. All, you just no, said it's all about that's force. That's why all guns <laughs> are shoulders and below. Lame. Not lame. Lame rules. Whatever. Y'all are a bunch of lame parents. Listen, my kids have never had to go to the emergency room for an issue like this. Come back to me in 10 years. We'll see. (laughs) Uh, How's your week been, Mo? Have you recovered from VBS? I have recovered from VBS. I feel like I, you know, I didn't sleep as much as I wanted to because the boys had golf lessons this past week. Oh, those are early. Yeah. And they were all the way out at base, and they were only oh, two hours long. So it was like <laughs> I had to wake up, I had to get them going, I had to get out the door, I had to drive all the way out to base. And you pretty much just had to stay there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you, you live pretty much as far away from the base as you can and still be in the town. Yeah. Which is only 25 <laughs> minutes. I mean, it's not that long of a drive, but at the same time. It's long. Right. Enough that as soon as you got home, you'd have to turn around and start driving back. Yeah. I could maybe complete one task and then I... (laughs) So Mila and I did a lot of shopping this week. (laughs) Which is always fun. I haven't been to the BX over there in a long time. Yeah. They still have the pizza place? They No. They have Domino's. Domino's and Subway. Lame. Hey. Hey. But we got fresh sushi made every day in the commissary. By legit Japanese spouses. Yeah, I forgot about that. It's amazing. Best sushi ever. I gotta try it. All these Clovis people are talking about the new new restaurants that we got in town and whether or not they're worth eating at and whether or not the sushi's good. And I just sit back like... <laughs> you don't even know. I got the best sushi. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um... Anything special happened besides that? Is that your week? Your week just been driving to golf lessons? Pretty much. So we did our first big pool day at in Muleshoe this week. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I saw those pictures. And I got heat exhaustion. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And I so I last year was the first time ever in my entire life that I experienced had done that. Heat exhaustion. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and then this year, we were getting ready to leave, and all of a sudden, like, I felt like I was going to pass out. I was dizzy. My stomach was, like, I felt like I hadn't eaten in years. Really? And then I get in the car. We stop at Sonic so that I can get a tea, hoping that some sort of caffeine and sugar would help. Yeah. It helped a little. I was at least able to drive home, but we were. Like five minutes from the house, had just made it across the railroad tracks, and all of a sudden my stomach was like, Nope, you're done. Hope you have fun. 
trying to make it home before you spew everywhere. And so I'm driving and I'm like, oh, I'm not going to make it. 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 That's the worst. And the kids are like, what's wrong? And I was like, I don't feel good. I don't feel good. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm telling Topher, who's up front, I'm like, you know what to do if I pass out or if we get into a wreck, right? And he's like, yeah, mom, you're good. Calm down. So he's rubbing my back. He's like, it's all right. As he's watching his phone. (laughs) (laughs) He was watching How to Comfort. <laughs> Crazy mother driver. Right? So uh, as soon as we get to the house, I'm like, get your stuff and get out. And I run in the house and Chris is like, Are you alright? No. And I had to lay down for an hour and a half just in the cool to cool my body off. Did you throw up? I did throw up. Oh man. So I know. you've thrown up two two times then this past week. Because you yeah. threw up when we recorded last week. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's why I'm down another seven pounds. <laughs> Might not be fun, but it's worth it. It's worth it. <laughs> when I step on that scale. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We were talking about that on Thursday. You're like, wouldn't it be nice to just be in a coma for six months and wake up all thin? But that's not how it is. <laughs> it's not. Well, I've seen a lot of people do there that. There are some people, but yeah. there are also a lot of people who... Well, maybe those who are in a coma for a longer extended period of time. Sure. They typically tend to put on the weight. Yeah. But I think it depends on where your starting point is. Because I'm pretty big as it is. If I didn't eat, if I was just having the saline or whatever that they give you. Yeah. I would definitely lose a good amount of weight before the whole survival, we're going to hold on to every pound you have thing kicks in with my body. Possibly. So it'd be good for me. Yeah. I could do it. I could I could lose six months. Well <laughs> No big deal. If my muscles wouldn't atrophy or anything. No big deal. I so you talking about you could lose six months I this way off topic. The boys and I watched uh When You See Us. Have you seen that one? I don't think so. It's about the Central Park Five, now known as the Exonerated Five, the five boys in 1989 who were wrongly convicted of a rape. They're five, well, four African-American boys and a Hispanic boy in New York, teenage boys between the ages of 13 and 16. At the time. Mm -hmm. Yep. No DNA evidence, actually DNA evidence Proving that it wasn't them. They were still all convicted. Spent 6 to 14 years in prison for this crime. Yep. Um, All because they were in the wrong place at the wrong time. And the police chief wanted to pin it on them. Didn't want to look elsewhere for anything. So the boys and I are watching it. And they're right at that age. And what did you say that got me on this topic? (laughs) I could lose six months. Oh, okay. So I'm telling Topher, I was like, this is your age. Think about you right now going to prison. And then they didn't get out. There was a 14-year-old who didn't get out until he was 28. Good night. Mm -hmm. That's double his life. Yeah. And that's what I told him. I said, no high school, no prom, never had a real girlfriend. You know, lost your entire Teen, young, young adult adult life. And he's like, but they got $41 million, which. Right. I was like, no amount of money is going to give you your life back. There's no. what. And Cannon's like, mom, this is why you tell us that it doesn't matter like what we do. It also matters who we hang out with and what the people we're doing do. Yes. Thank you. It clicked. <laughs> They're listening. Chris gets home and he sees me watching this with the boys and he's like, why are you watching this? And I was like, it's a learning experience. Okay. <laughs> they need to know. <laughs> Don't trust the police. Well. Oh, no, wait. That's not the lesson we're looking for. <laughs> I also went with, it matters what you look like. It matters your appearance. It matters how you talk to people. It matters how you treat people, you know. Because yeah. for all intents and purposes, these teenagers look like thugs. Mm. They just did, you know. And so it was easy for that police chief to be like, no, we're pinning it on them. Right. They're the not ones right, who did it. Right. Not right at all. But it's the world that we live in. Yeah. You know, and it's not quite as bad as it was then. But it's still, in it's still that, a fact of in life. In some ways. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. That's a whole long conversation for another time. But <laughs> I got there by you saying you could lose six months of your life. Yeah. But could you, Matt? Could you really lose I, six I months did. of your life? Think about where the boys would be in six months. Uh, depending on the the week, <laughs> I'd be a little more. You know, Deidre would probably be like, yeah, you could lose six months of your life because then she can focus on like just eating things that only she likes and getting super fit and working out all the time and not having to worry about. Look, we've had these conversations. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, yeah, our week has been just filled with, well, I say our. Deidre's week has been filled with VBS. My week has been filled with. Uh, last minute requests to do things for VBS that I'm not really a part of. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been a tiring week. And hey, you VBS always willingly office. did those things for me. Yeah, but now they're kind of boring. <laughs> yeah? Because, <laughs> I, you know, before with you, when we were doing it, this was new to me, and these were challenges, and I was excited, and I got to learn how to do this and do that, and now they're just chores. Just, hey, can you make a hundred name tags? I'm like, okay. Do I have to cut them up? Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> I have to design these cool name tags and cut all 150 of them out. And That's why you buy name tags. Oh, well, we, we were going to, but the name tags this year for the VBS that we got just stink. And they would mm. be shredded in an instant. So, we made our own. Mm. They're nice. I'm sure they are. Yeah. Nice. I mean, that, I, don't, I, don't, I don't go halfway. I know you don't. I do's it. I, I do's know, the work. I know you do's. <laughs> I know you do's. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're about to do this. It's been, oh gosh, I'm already sick of the songs. Dangerous. Deidre's the music leader like she usually is. And so she's been is playing Tina the songs. Is Yeah, she's doing oh, it too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But Deidre's been uh, playing all the songs and learning all the motions in our living room. Every free chance she has at the house. And I just want to shoot the TV or shoot her one of the one, one or the other. Just to end it. <laughs> just got to be done. You're so mean. <laughs> You're so mean. I can't take it anymore. So the VBS that we did this year was not a Lifeway VBS. Right. Which is my first year ever not doing a Lifeway VBS. Which one did you do? Shipwrecked. Shipwrecked. Okay, Which is by Concordia. You didn't do the Roar one. Uh Uh-uh. Have you heard the controversy with the Roar one? No, because I wanted to look into that one for next year. What's the controversy? Well, it should be fine next year because they've already fixed it. Okay. But when it first started being shipped out this year, uh, one of the tasks uh on day two is pretend like you're a slave oh no yeah and you know you know it's it's supposed to be you know some sort of biblical situation which isn't exactly the same but still the yeah it just caused I'm sure a big... it's about egyptians <laughs> and, yeah and or the like, this this is not okay this is not a good activity and so, so there was a huge petition, uh, things going out, being sent, saying, if you're using this, do not use this activity. Fill it up with one of these, sent from other churches. And uh, finally, they gave in and like, okay, we're going to change it. And they changed it and they sent out the new curriculum or whatever for that See, day. See, but I kind of feel like it would be, like, it could be totally fine if... It- the right person was leading it. Yeah, it could be, but it could also, it's just so much oh, potential sure. to go wrong and be offensive. Stop <laughs> being offended, people. Oi. No, I get this one. No. I'm normally right there with you. But, but <laughs> I can understand the potential for offensiveness. I mean, just having a single African American kid. Sure, sure. But when you have it <laughs> paired enough. with when you have it paired with the biblical history and the mm. story It's not me. enough. It's not enough, I don't think. Me. I really don't think it's enough to well, dismiss the connotations that word has in our American history, even with its paired to the story. 
All right, we've learned the story about the Egyptians. Now we're going to pretend to be slaves. Excuse me? I just, yeah. See, and I think what would end up happening is it would not bother the the kids. It would not offend the kids. It would be when you went home in the car yeah. and the parents said, what'd you guys do today? We were slaves. <laughs> what? Yes. You know, and then me as a parent, I would probably be like, okay, did they make you work? Like, what What do you mean you were slaves? Like a sweatshop? Like yeah. craft time was making some bootleg Nikes? They What's made you there? stack chairs? Like what? I don't, I don't understand what happened. And then, no, we pretended to be slaves. Whoa. Right. <laughs> Wait yeah, a minute. It's just, yeah. Not, not kosher. Amy, okay. Whatever. <laughs> we won't go into it because I'm probably going to upset somebody. <laughs> Uh, worrying about matching blood types may soon be a thing of the past now that scientists have developed a revolutionary technique for making a universal blood type. Researchers say that they have managed to identify a bacterial enzyme that can neutralize antigens that render their immune responses harmless. Upon mixing the bacteria with a type A blood sample, the bacteria stripped the cells of their aggressive antigens and turned it into a universal type O blood sample which would work with anybody the researchers now hope that they will quickly be able to develop the procedure so that physicians can soon have virtually unlimited access to type o blood around the world wouldn't that be amazing that's pretty genius yeah that's i mean that's one thing that my mom worries about because uh she has a specific Whatever, whatever the blood type is where you can only have that blood type. Yeah. Uh, and that worries her because there's never enough of that blood, mm-hmm. you know? <sighs> I guess it is type O. It's like if you have type O, you have to have type O. No, I think type O, you can have anybody's blood type. No, I think type O can be given to anybody. But if you have type O blood, that's the only blood that you can take. So I don't think you can handle the antigens that are in AB or AB. Hmm. I think. See, this is why it's confusing. I don't know my blood type. I'm pretty sure that's it. You don't know your blood type? (laughs) Isn't that terrible? No, I don't know mine either. Okay. (laughs) I've been... I've been hospitalized and under anesthesia and had surgeries four separate times and... Don't know my blood type. <laughs> we, I just watched an episode of an old episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine where Jake Peralta had gotten hurt or whatever, and he's sitting in an ambulance on the side getting blood, and he asks his girlfriend, "Hey, what's my blood type?" "A." "Okay, I was wrong." "Nurse," <laughs> ripping it out. <laughs> That's oh funny. man! Yeah, I don't. I don't know my kid's blood type. I don't know Chris's blood type. That's probably something I. I'm gonna write it on my hand. It needs to be in a, a file on your phone somewhere. Blood yeah, type. I think I need to do that too. I, about it. I don't know my kid's blood type. I don't think I ever knew my kid's blood type. In fact, I don't think we even have a birth certificate for one of my kids. So I'm not even sure I could look it up. That's kind of sad. Yeah. Like, if something were to happen to our children today. Yeah. Ooh. It'd be bad. Yeah. It'd be a bad situation. Y'all pray for our kids, please. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's your son's blood type? I don't I know. Don't You're going to have to draw some blood first and then before figure you can it out. give him blood. <laughs> Aren't be, you supposed to know that? Just be fast. Just be fast. <laughs> I'm not the doctor here. <laughs> I'm not your maid. Figure it out yourself. That's why you went all those years of college. So you can tell me what my kid's blood type is. Does it say PhD at the end of my name? I don't think so. (laughs) I know his favorite flavor of milk. That's what I know. Strawberry. Right. (laughs) Ask me what kind of book to buy them. I can tell you. I don't know their blood type. Uh, When we come back, is it too late to save mainstream Christian radio? Stick around.
Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. It is our third hour. In our third hour, we tackle, tackle, taco. Yeah, that hey. definitely sounded like taco. We taco. Hey. We taco about a larger topic. That's what I was mixing. I was mixing topic and talk. Uh-huh. We taco. Oh, it is Christian Music Week. So every day this week, we're going to be tackling... A, uh, a topic in the realm of Christian music and Christian radio. And today we're talking about why all Christian radio is starting to sound the same. So if you turn on K-Love, you will hear songs from Carrie, Carrie Job. Is it Job or Joby? It's Job. Carrie Job, Hillsong United, Toby Mac, and Skillet. Okay? Sounds like a diverse group of bands and styles. And yet... The songs chosen for air on these stations are the ones that are softer and more radio-friendly. For contemporary artists and worship artists, you'll hear their more upbeat songs, but for rap artists and rock bands, you'll hear their more poppy and ballady tracks. What you wind up with is a cross-section of Christian music that all blends together to sound the same. Not only that, the bands themselves are beginning to shift their style to this cookie-cutter sound. The worst offenders are the most obvious, the bands that have been around for decades. Audio Adrenaline and the Newsboys used to be two of the most uh, original-sounding Christian bands out there. Especially the Newsboys, with just the weirdest lyrics on the planet for a lot of their songs. But now, they are very similar to pretty much every other thing we hear uh they tend towards more worship style songs god's not dead greatness of our god stuff that you could hear in churches instead of blasting your car radio and having a good old time with the sing-along you know what i mean Mm -hmm. uh so (sighs) with this comes the problem that we're beginning to judge Christian bands based on their radio singles alone. And, you know, it's usually positive because the songs are positive because it's positive radio, you know. And so the band then leans towards making more of that music that sounds like that, the big popular singles. And so that's how I think we're slowly starting to get to the point where we're all making the same music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, here, let's, what are you, what are your thoughts? Do you listen to K-Love or, or any of those stations anymore? No. <laughs> Family Life Radio? Mm-mm. Anything like that? No. I really don't. For that main reason. Because you hear the same, maybe 15 songs on a rotation for a good, what, 72 hour period and then they'll mix a different one in there just to kind of mix it up and you're like oh that's a new song but then they keep it in there for another 72 hours and so it's no longer new anymore right yeah radio stations uh have to have a at least a three hour rotation on a specific track it used to be four hours but they all clamored saying that that was too long we want to play this new hit single more often and so eventually the FCC gave in and they gave the new rules of three hours. But that just gave them license to now, instead of playing the same song, you know, four or five times a day, now it's six, seven times a day. Right. And yeah, you get real sick of it real fast, especially when you consider that there are in the Christian music world, uh, and most of these are typically in the praise and worship and uh, Christian pop style five six new singles a week Mm -hmm. and so you add those and you just play them to death yeah um but let's here's some lyrics from originally the newsboys most popular song of all time before god's not dead before michael tate what was their most popular song remember no i have no idea shine remember that song I was audio, audio adrenaline. I was not newsboys. You weren't newsboys. No. Okay. Well, here's here. Compare the the song that you get from the newsboys today. Okay. To the lyrics of Shine. Here's just one section of the first verse. 
Try as you may, there is no way to explain the kind of change that would make an Eskimo renounce fur that make a vegetarian barbecue a hamster, unless you can trace this about face to a certain sign. Shine, make them wonder what you got. Very poetic, very weird. And at the same time, it was a super popular uh, Christian rock hit. That happened in the very early or mid nineties. It was I think it was ninety four, maybe ninety five when it came out. Okay. Do you know how strange those lyrics were? Make a vegetarian yeah. barbecue, barbecue a hamster. A hamster. <laughs> out of the shaker and onto the plate. It isn't karma. It sure ain't faint. That would make a deadhead sell his van. That would make a schizophrenic turn in his crayons. You know, it's all about you know. What happens when people find salvation? Right, but it's, right, they do you're it willing su- to give up everything. Right. But they do it in such a strange and, and compellingly lyrical way that it was something so new and something so different. And instead of continuing in this beautiful mode where everybody branches out into this this weird, wacky world of Christian music, we're all starting to implode onto ourselves. Mm-hmm. This is the kind of music you would hear on K Love back then. Not anymore. Even yeah. today, even in a nostalgia hour, you wouldn't hear Shine on Caleb. Right. The only song that I can think of back from that generation of Christian rock music that you can still hear on Caleb is Big House by Audio Adrenaline. Which big, big which they house. have played to death. With I don't I don't know that they play it anymore. But Big Big Table <laughs> Lots and Lots of Food. Yeah. I love that Gosh, one. That was song was awful. <laughs> it's my favorite. Big big yard where we can Can't play, play football. football. A big oh, big gosh. house. It's my father's house. I don't know, that's not even on the station. I'm so <laughs> sick of it. Like you've all heard it enough. You don't ever need to hear it. But again. it takes me back every time I hear it. It takes me back. I once again am 15 at the concert with my youth group. <laughs> and I'm like, this is an awesome song. <laughs> yeah, Adrian and I were listening to the station last night uh, while they were um, getting ready for VBS, building stuff for VBS, mm-hmm. and uh, breathing by Life Lifehouse. Mm-hmm. They're not not breathing. I'm sorry. It was uh, hanging by a moment. Mm-hmm. Hanging by a moment by Lifehouse came on. Uh, hanging by a moment here with you. Dave was mm-hmm. like, who sings this song? I said, that's Lifehouse. She goes, oh gosh, I'm a teenager again. (laughs) (laughs) This is one of the five albums she owned. Yep. (laughs) That's what I personally love about music, Mm -hmm. is it takes me back. And that may really play a huge role into why I'm not a fan of today's music. Because it doesn't take me back anywhere. Right. But even if you were, consider it 15 years from now. Yeah. What are you going to hear? Yeah. It all sounds the same. Mm-hmm. There's nothing uh, individual. There's nothing special that ah, plays on Caleb. Nay. What? For King and Country. Okay, that's true. There are some standouts, but still, even them, they do they do the style better than most, but it's still the same style. It is in some ways. And a lot of for but, King and Country's music, despite the fact I do love it. Go ahead. But a lot of for King and Country's music. Sounds the same, too. Sure, because it's their sound. Yeah. You know, to me, I can't get behind, and this is just a personal preference, I know, but I can't get behind a band that sounds rock and then country and then pop all in one album. Mm, I can't do it. That's true. I can't do it. Yeah. Not in one album, at least. What's going to, well, what's going to end up happening is somebody's going to be like, hey, this is so-and-so, and and I'm going to be like, no, it's not. (laughs) This is country. What are you talking about? Yeah, this is them. No, it's not. <laughs> See that that kind of happened with Nine Lashes. They were they were very heavy rock, and then they came out with a new album, and it was very poppy and like electronic and dance. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, Ooh, all the all their rock fans are like, what's going on? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You end up hearing a band. You like the band, not only because of the lyrics or whatever it speaks to you, but because of the sound, mm-hmm. you know? And then they play a different song and you're like, wait a minute. This yeah. is, n- nope, this is not what I signed up for. 
check yourself at the door. And see, but that happened with Newsboys. Is that Newsboys had this crazy, weird rock music, and then they came out with their worship album, and it was so popular that even though they kind of dabbled going back and forth between the two styles for a little while, now it's just this style. Which may be why I'm not a Newsboys fan. Yeah. yeah. I'm just not. Yeah. Not my favorite. I guess that, yeah, I guess we were teenagers when yeah. uh, when the Worship Project stuff started. Mm-hmm. So I have a theory as to why this is happening. Okay. You want to hear it? Yes. Why that's, that's music what, is... That's what we do here. We talk about things. <laughs> okay. My theory is really why... I guess it plays into why Christian radio all sounds the same, but really more why Christian music is all starting to sound the same. Okay. This is my theory. In the 90s, even the early 2000s, churches for the most part were still singing like revised hymns. They were singing hymns or revised hymns or um, maybe even some original worship songs. They weren't really singing things that you would hear on the radio. If anybody sang something that you heard from the radio, it was a special. Right. Ray Bolts or something. Yeah. Thank you. You know what I mean? They weren't in our continued rotation of what our worship leader is singing on Sunday morning. Right, right. You know, to lead us in praise and worship. That has happened, though, in the last, what, 10, maybe 15 years? Yeah. Where that, it's become our Sunday morning worship. Those songs are what we pull from. And it's, it's nice because at the same time we can hear it all throughout the week. In our car, we don't have to wait for church in order for our worship leader to lead us. We don't have to go buy that cassette tape that was so <laughs> hard to find that has the worship songs that we sang Sunday morning, you know, so we can hear it on the radio. But because of that, I feel like most Christian bands, it's now their thing. Hey, we want to be able to be played in church on Sunday morning. We have to have this certain sound. We have to kind of fit into this mold so that worship leaders will want to play our song. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's my theory as to why it's all kind of conformed and evolved into what it is now. Right. Which is, could pass easily for a Sunday morning worship song. And see, and I, and I think you're right. And that, that was uh, a prominent issue with Audio Adrenaline. Because the original singer decided to step down from the band. He was still active with the band's ministries and, and like production and stuff, but he didn't want to be, wasn't it Mark Stewart? Is that was his name? I don't know. I think it was. Um, he wanted to step down. Show me a picture and I can tell you <laughs> if it was him, but I'll know his name. And Kevin Max was invited to step in. Mm-hmm. And this was back when we thought, okay, DC Talk's just going to take over all the bands. Yeah. <laughs> from the 90s. Um, but that album, even though a lot of people didn't like it because it didn't sound like Audio Adrenaline, that album was great. Yeah. Kings and Queens was a good album. Take away from the fact that it's Audio Adrenaline, uh, just consider it a brand new band, fantastic album. Yeah. But then that was all we got with Kevin Max. Yeah. And Kevin Max stepped, stepped down again. And it was because the band was kind of deciding, we want to take this into a, a worship direction. Mm-hmm. We want to take it into that direction that you're talking about. And he didn't want that. Kevin Max, uh, especially if you listen to his uh, independent stuff, which we have a lot of on the station, you know, he's very poetic with his words. He's very odd with the uh, the music style choices. He does a lot of different sounds. He doesn't have, he, ha- it's, it's weird. He has a distinct sound and he doesn't because it's, everything's different. Mm-hmm. The distinct sound is his voice. Right. So he can sing on anything, and you're like, yeah, that's Kevin Max, but everything that he makes sounds different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was why he stepped down from that, which made me really sad, because I really liked that album. Um, and later we came to find out that pretty much everybody from origi- the original Audio Adrenaline at that point was gone. And so the Audio Adrenaline that we have now doesn't have a single member on it. That was original to the band. And see, I think that it shouldn't be allowed to right. be called... Why are we still called All the Adrenaline at this yeah. point? <laughs> sure, it was a great band name, but come on, guys. Right. And Newsboys was almost that way until Peter Furler and Phil Joel have rejoined the band, which mm-hmm. was 
originally supposed to just be for a fun tour and now they've made an album and now they might be continuing on with two lead singers which is weird but uh and it's weird to think that it's weird because dc talk had three lead singers (laughs) but (laughs) we're in a weird world right now but yeah i think you're right i think uh it has been leaning towards uh wanting to be popular in the churches as well as just in the christian pop culture realm yeah uh but uh, the problem with that is that it's killing the music the christian music that doesn't sound like that yeah uh because all radio stations are now focusing specifically on the most popular christian music Mm -hmm. because they have to because radio is dying you know radio analog radio or whatever it's called, tuning in a dial radio, that is dying off. Advertisers don't want to do it. People are streaming more Spotify, using their phones, listening to whatever they want at any time. Uh, And that's killing the radio industry as we know it. And so, of course, K-Love, long time ago, switched to kind of this focus. But they also had Air One Radio, which back then you could hear... Uh, you know, Super Chick and mm-hmm. Thousand Foot Crutch and whatever on there mixed in with some of the more poppy, popular music. But it was all this upbeat and energetic. And uh, some of the songs dealt with a little bit tougher topics than you hear on positive radio, K-Love. And uh, as of earlier this year, Air One is now all worship. All praise and worship. And so here in, in uh, New Mexico... We've had this station that's gone by many different names for a long time. Uh, originally, it was K Light. Then it was Massive Radio. Then they changed it to just M88. Then they changed it to Static Radio. Then they changed it to Star 88. And each time they changed it, they've shifted the focus a little bit on the music style, but it always usually ends up in the same place. They're playing very little of the mainstream popular stuff and a whole lot of the amazing music that we never get to hear, which is kind of the exact uh, goal of us, of mm-hmm. Back Row Radio, is featuring a lot of music, including independent artists, that you don't get to hear all the time, that you might not even know exist if you've only listened to the positive radios and the whatever we have out there, Family Life Radio, things like that. Um, which, let me just pause to be clear, we're not bashing them for existing or for what they're doing, they do what they do. They do it well. They're very popular. We have nowhere near the number of listeners as any of these radio stations. We're just trying to analyze the situation. All right. So this radio station that we've had in New Mexico that we've been blessed to have uh, has had this this goal for years. It's been for, I mean, when I was a teenager, that's when all this was started. And... Uh, Star 88 inspired us a lot with the style of music that we chose to focus on here at Back Row Radio. And now, in the last uh, couple months, they too have decided to start shifting to the mainstream cookie cutter stuff that we hear all the time. And it's heartbreaking. Because that's almost like a piece of my childhood dying. Yeah. And they had a morning show... Uh, on there with a guy's named uh, Dex and Stevo. Stevo's been there for 17 years. And uh, they would talk about, they had a morning show very similar to us. We could talk about whatever we wanted uh, as long as it was, you know, appropriate. I didn't realize we could talk about whatever we wanted. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it, they were allowed to be a little edgy. They were allowed to have fun. And they dialed that back. Rumor is that they said, you know, you can't talk about whatever you want anymore because we're shifting our our gears to a more family-oriented, more uh, worshipful-oriented, more positive-oriented, and so we want you to be that way too. And so they both quit. And, you know, I don't know if that was the only reason or if that was a particular reason, but that's, that's the general feeling that everyone's getting is, you know... You know, of course, if they're going to be censored on their show that they've been doing for six, seven years now, said, okay, you can no longer do your show the way you want to do it. We yeah. need to make this more like the Caleb Morning Show, which is just all positive news and 
and uh, talking about our pets. <laughs> and even Caleb is having their their people jump ship because it's just too much. Right. Cankle Fritz and whatever the, those guys' name are, they're all gone. They're all on different radio stations now. Which I mean, really, why can't why Cankle Fritz? <laughs> like, what's his name? <laughs> I don't think that's his name. I don't think that's his name. But yeah, it's just it's. It's a sad state of affairs, but I think I think you really did hit the nail on the head. Is that that's kind of why that's where our, where Christianity at large, Christian culture at large, finds the popularity in the music is yeah. can I sing this at church mm-hmm. now? Can we uh, add this to our our uh, worship team practice? And yeah, which which I think is I'm, it's I, not a bad thing, but over but if it's the only thing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It becomes a bad thing when it's the only thing. <laughs> so don't worry about it, folks. Back Row Radio ain't ever going to be doing that. Just we stick will, with we us. We will sooner shut down the station before we just switch over to nothing but... Which we might have to if y'all don't else. send us your money. <laughs> right? If you want to hear better <laughs> Christian music all day er day... Get in on this Patreon, y'all. Caleb asked you for $40 a month. We ain't asking for that. You can give us $2 a month. You can and give us $5 a month. And we will treat you like you gave us 1000 <laughs> You get all the benefits. <laughs> uh, speaking of the radio, we got a little bit of radio update. Here's the stuff that we've added this year, uh, week. Uh, all of June, we've been using our Thursdays, which are typically throwback Thursdays, where we add music from the past. Um, we've been using them as throwdown Thursdays because we've been beefing up our hard rock and heavy metal, uh, some of which gets played on the station throughout the day, but uh, the harder stuff with the screaming and the whatnot, that's typically saved for our special show on Saturdays called Back Row But Louder, Saturday nights at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, (laughs) So we've added this week... Uh, a lot of these were by request uh, from y'all. We've added Wolves of the Gate, Wage War, Phineas, uh, Impending Doom, Fit for a King, Seven Horns, Seven Eyes. We got a uh, submission from a band called Crossover, which is a kind of... Re- they really pay tribute to kind of the classic heavy metal uh, sound, uh, such as Striper, which we also added. We, asked, we added... Uh, to hell with the devil this week, which is what? the first, the first striper song I ever heard, and I was like, they can't say that word, <laughs> which we will talk about later this week on Christian Music Week. Uh, also, New Music Monday, we added uh, all the singles from Skillet's "Victorious." We added some music from Holland's um, single "By Sad Girl." Uh, we got Cypress and Co. A new uh, indie band added to our list. Wilder Atkins. Uh, Judah First Band. Trinity. Flood Society. Chris Howland. whole bunch of uh, newer artists that you should check out and enjoy. A lot of good stuff. And uh, lastly, if you have been following the show on our podcast, if, if you don't always get to catch the show live and you you go back and and listen to the podcast Mm -hmm. version or if you're a holdover from when the show was a podcast and that's the only way you want to listen to it uh you might notice the new episodes aren't showing up on your typical feed that's because we have had to move our hosting to another podcast hosting site because of problems that the one that we've been using previously and even moving the podcast became a problem because they deleted all the files before uh, switching them over to the new host. They're so fun. Which means we lost the ability to upload to our old feed. They didn't transfer that over. So we had to start a new feed, so you have to follow us all new. And I don't know how long it'll take before it starts. the new ones start showing up in all the uh, secondary podcast apps. So for now... The easiest way to do it is either go to backwardradio.com, go to the podcast tab and click the link there to get to the Podbean page, or go to podbean.com and search for Back Row Morning Show, and you'll find all of our episodes there. We've had to re-upload every single episode since we started. It took forever, but we did it for you, because we love you. Because we... (laughs) 
<laughs> are where it's at. Uh, and that's about it. Stick around. We'll be back soon to close out the show. to the Back Girl Morning Show as we close out the show for the day with your Bible verse and thought for the day. Bible verse for the day is 2 Thessalonians 3.3, but the Lord is faithful who shall establish you? It must be established, right? I'm pretty sure it's established. But I copied this from a a Bible website. Well, I think... You'd think they wouldn't have misspelled it. I think they wrong. But the Lord is faithful, who shall establish you and keep you from evil. (laughs) And our thought for the day comes from In Touch. If we wait until things make sense before deciding to obey God, we may miss out on his plans. Thank you for joining us this morning. We're here every Monday through Thursday, starting at 7 a.m. Eastern, 4 a.m. Pacific, with an encore at 10 and 7. Podcast is available on BackrowRadio.com, as we said at the end of the last uh, segment. Uh, go to thebackerradio.com, click the podcast tab, and you will find our new link, our new home for our podcasts. Uh, if you've been following us previously, you may have to refollow since we've moved hosts. Uh, but, you know, it's there. It's still there for you. It is still there. Up. We won't make a habit of it. <laughs> uh, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Back Row Radio. Join our laughter-inducing Facebook community, Back Row Baptist Church, by going to brbchurch.com. Hey, Mo. Hey, Matt. What's the final word? We is the best radio station out there. (laughs) That's it for today's show. If you need us, we'll be in the back.